Microphone check. One, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. This is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Are you a rap music fan? Are you someone who loves the feeling of discovering new music, but find it hard to navigate through the thousands and thousands of new albums that get released every single day? If any of this applies to you, this show is exactly what you need in your life. My absolute passion is music. So I gladly do the dirty work of virtual crate digging, searching for the next great album so that you don't have to. I am into all kinds of music bringing you fresh album and song reviews and inspired commentary on all that the mainstream and underground rap scene have to offer. If you're an artist who wants to get their album or song reviewed on the show, feel free to hit me up at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or shoot me a DM via Instagram or Twitter at rohview where we can discuss a potential review on the show, potential collaboration ideas like coming on as a guest, Or even if you just want private feedback, I can do that as well. I would love to be a part of helping you grow as an artist. I live for this. Nothing makes me feel better than expressing my thoughts and feelings about music. But I've still got more on my mind than just music, so although the focus of the show is certainly rap, I will occasionally cover hot-button political issues from time to time. So that's enough compulsory podcast introduction. Let's get to the show. What is up, family? I am so excited for today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast, as I'm talking about two rappers that have bars for days. So we're going to start this episode off by reviewing Your Old Droog's Dump Yard Crew Toy Edition album, where we're going to be discussing how Droog has continued this path of claiming his Eastern European identity while also continuing this path that he's been on of just further improving his craft and his pen. And then finally, we're going to wrap this episode up with Philly Spitter, RJ Payne's new project, Beautiful Pain 2, where you see the Philly rapper get personal and show you the emotions behind the tough guy bravado that often comes from a rapper like Payne. So, starting with Ural Droog's Dump Yard Crew Toy Edition. So, Ural Droog is a rapper from Brooklyn, New York, with Jewish, Ukrainian, and Russian heritage, which is very important to point out, as you'll find out later in this review. He famously burst onto the scene in 2014, unknown at the time to the majority of the public, with music that was buzzing in the underground that was so good that people literally thought it was an alter ego of Nas due to a definite similarity in terms of their voice, but it was also just because, once again, how great and exceptional of a lyricist this guy that no one's heard of already was. 
And since then, he has made a name for himself as a premier lyricist. And since 2019, he has been on an incredible run, dropping three albums in 2019. And this Dump Yard Crew Toy Edition being the fourth album since the beginning of 2019. And I think Droog has really improved his album-making craft as he linked up with Makami and the god Fahim over these past couple years as he's went on this run. And I think he's really started to hit his stride with a great album in Jewelry, which he dropped at the end of 2019. Jewelry had a lot of parallels with this Dump Yacht album in that it explored a part of Droog's heritage being his Jewish heritage whereas Dump Yod explores his Ukrainian and Russian sides. Except this time on Dump Yod, he goes all in on this approach, in embracing these cultures through the beats and through the rhymes to a significant degree. He manages to shed light on those immigrants who grew up poor in the United States from Europe who didn't have the same hot beam of light, for better or for worse, that shines on black and brown people in the United States, yet still presents some challenges, especially when you're impoverished. Drew confronted his Eastern European identity with many lyrics that shows how damaging the stigma was of kids knowing you were Russian in school as a child, where people would act like the word Russian had a smell as he put it on one of these songs. But on Dump Yard, just how Drew also put it in the following bar, now he wears that Russian heritage like a cologne. And it's in this strong sense of self and self-awareness of how people view him, how he views himself, and how people view rap as a culture that he consistently comments on that allows him to drop jewels so effortlessly on this album. This being said, I wouldn't say this album is extremely introspective, as it is not always the consistent lyrical focus of Droog to be very personal, but it's certainly a reoccurring theme, this theme of identity and of this culture that he came from. But if you are looking forward to something more or even more personal from Droog, Droog has said that this is actually technically Dump Yard 2 that we're listening to now. So with Dump Yard 1 having been recorded at the beginning of quarantine, which was more introspective and personal than this, which I presume isn't shelved at all and will likely be coming out sometime in the future. Lyrically, Ural Droog has now entered into the alien rapper category. Being a spitter that isn't just good, or even really great, but special. Dump Yard is the most lyrically rich album of the year, where Droog's elite lyricism is laced with a tremendous level of individuality that has been apparent with Drew since day one, but is now bolstered with a growing sense of self as to what he stands for as a rapper who is trying to preserve the true rap essence, and as an Eastern European immigrant who is proudly reclaiming his identity. So you know, I, I usually note down things in my notes app on my iPhone about upcoming reviews when I'm listening to an album, I jot some things down. And with this album, I wanted to remember to spotlight some of these incredible quotables from Droog. And I swear, on every single song, I had to fight the urge to pause the song and write another ridiculous bar that Droog just dropped, which was seemingly happening every single time 
he was at the mic every single verse, every single line. The quotables on here, simply put, are not human. They are insane. I know that I don't usually quote too many lines in my reviews, mainly because I never feel like my lame ass's rendition of these rappers' lines would do them justice. But for this album, I felt like it, it was required that I carve out some time to just read to you some of these ridiculous bars. So on Kazakhstan, on this track, Droog raps, and that whore running around saying she let man beat. Bitch, that wasn't me, that was Fred Van Vliet. And the way I said Fred Van Vliet there was on purpose. It was me trying to mimic this super dope way Droog says Fred Van Vliet. It's like he's enunciating the word in a way that he knows it's just the freshest punchline of all time. It's just super catchy. And as a Canadian, I appreciate some Toronto Raptors bars for sure. And this NBA uh, player, Fred Van Vliet from the Raptors, actually does look quite a bit like Drew, to be honest. And then on the same exact song, Kazakhstan, he also has this great line where he says, Just because it's lesser known don't mean it's good. You rummage through trash like a lummox. Don't eat out the garbage to spite your stomach. Like, god damn, that is crazy shit. And... Really what he's trying to say here is he's speaking to those people that may like music just for the sake of being different and he obviously finds that corny, which it is, and says don't listen to music that's trash just because it's different. It's just top tier lyricism like that with that really slick play on the whole don't cut off your nose to spice your face saying that is just absolutely dope. On the posse cut Pravda, he has this amazing line that all my spice fiends out there would surely appreciate, where he says, Who shot you? Separate the heat from sriracha. People watcher. I see the geek in your posture. And that's another incredible line because for those in the know, sriracha is really quite a mild spice. So he's saying, like, I separate the, the weak from the real spicy, strong people out there and then the people watcher I see geeking your posture just great just great rhyme scheme there further to this the way Droog does battle raps dissing phonies in the culture from rappers to critics to herbs as he would put it who don't understand the culture and have no business indulging in it is really creative as hell these are sentiments he's expressed in the past throughout his whole career and unlike some times where I found this sort of commentary from him came off not really all that fleshed out or developed, on Dump Yard, he expresses all of these ideas with remarkable freshness and undeniable lyrical quality. He manages to inject so much of his trademark wit and appreciation for good, solid, dry humor into absolute A1 bars time and time again. More than ever, on Dumpyard, Droog has been able to synthesize these poignant thoughts of his that actually hold a lot of weight into dope rhymes. On Odessa, he vents about some of his dissatisfaction with his earlier work, illustrating how frustrating it was for him to receive complete mid or weak beats from producers that would front like it was the top shit which is something he explains in a interview recently with OK Player, where he further explains this sentiment 
of being really annoyed with these producers, big name or small names, that give you a pack of beats, say it's fire, it's complete mid, and then they expect you uh, to rap over it, otherwise they'll get offended. And so on this track, Odessa, he, he explains how, you know what, I could have been blown up, been huge, if I had some better production work behind me. As he raps, used to rack my brain like I was the one performing poorly. Them herbs just weren't meant to score my story. Again, the internal rhyme scheme there is super dope. And just the way he kind of puts that thought that I just explained to you in a few neat and tidy, catchy lines, it just encapsulates the level of lyricism that you're dealing with here on Dump Yacht. There's also just some genuine wisdom littered throughout this album, like on the track Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. I'm trying here, sorry guys. I, I don't know how to pronounce this, this country that is seemingly associated to, to Russia in some way. But yeah, on this track, he has this super insightful little bar where he says, just had the epiphany that epiphanies ain't enough. And in just that one bar, he says so much, and I can personally relate to this, and that I feel super applicable to almost anybody in any kind of life situation, where he basically is saying that he came to the realization that things aren't just gonna suddenly work or suddenly make sense or suddenly be understood in an instant, in, as you would say, an epiphany. Because in my opinion, the way to go is to just wake up every morning, try to be positive, try to be aware and in the moment, and just do the little things right every single day. And through that continuous process of improvement, your life will actually start to change. And I think that whole idea of kind of not expecting some magical moment to come save you is really powerful to keep in mind in life. And even going past the bars, the real actual wordplay that he's using, as I displayed in the, the Fred Van Vliet line earlier, the way that he stretches words and enunciates things in such a skillful way that only the best rappers can do just adds so much to these lines. Like on uh, the track Ukraine, where he has this great internal rhyme scheme going on here, and then he raps... One minute you're large, next minute you're miniature. And just the miniature miniature, the way he says it, it's so catchy, it's so ear-grabbing. This is the kind of detail that is littered throughout this entire project on pretty much every single bar. It's really at such a high level, I can't stress that enough. And finally, how can I talk about lyrics without mentioning the six-minute absolute bar fest on Matryoshka? with, again, don't ask me how to pronounce that, with Droog hopping over five different beats within the same song. And this isn't a track that has maybe a bunch of beat switches for a couple lines here and there. These are five unique and distinct beats that play on for a while, where he has five different verses with different flows, different tempos. It is unbelievable the lyrical display that he puts on on this track. Simply put, Dumpyard is a continuation of Droog just getting better and better at putting together complete albums, further refining his already great lyrical abilities that
that has allowed him to deliver incredibly smart perspectives on hip-hop, but also has begun to let us in to the proud Ukrainian man behind all of this lyrical magic. And what just makes this album just that much better is that the features on this album are incredible. Pravda, the posse cut with LP, the god Fahim, Makhami, and Black Thought just absolutely kill, kill this track. And Fahim, who has a couple different verses on this album, who is a rapper that is sometimes criticized for being inconsistent in his verses that are amongst his very vast and prolific catalog, really dropped a great guest verse here too, especially on a track like Pravda uh, with such lyrical heavyweights all over the track. On New Religion, Mach drops one of his best guest verses I've ever heard from him. And then Fonte on Uzbekistan just absolutely floated over this dark and moody beat that I don't usually hear Fonte rap over this kind of beat. So that was really, really nice. And he had some incredible lines like, I'm in the gym every day with no off switch. So when they size me up for crucifixion, my crossfit, as in crossfit, like the gym exercise routine, just crazy bars like that. So now the last thing we really need to discuss here is the production. The way Droog and executive producer Makami and the god Fahim as the mixer managed to weave in this Eastern European theme into not only the bars, but into the production itself is really impressive. The instrumentals really never stray away from incorporating samples of that region, instruments of that region like accordion or different kinds of guitars. And it's just tremendous. It's super unique. It adds a ton of personality. You're not going to hear really any instrumentals like this anywhere else. The haunting Eastern European probably vocal sample that plays in the background of Uzbekistan gives the track such a spiritual feeling that comes across super haunting and nice. And then there's also Matryoshka, Matryoshka, that has all the five different beats that that all give Droog a different kind of flavor to go slay in the rhyme. So the production here was actually quite, quite good. The beats here are detailed, they're subtle, but none of the beats here are really mixed all that loudly. And rarely are there any kinds of loud drums by any stretch. And this was something at first, on the first few listens, that I was... A little turned off by. I was thinking at first, you know, I would love to have heard some of these sample heavy productions louder in the mix. But then this approach started to grow on me and I started to really appreciate just how clear the vocals cut through. Being able to hear Droog and these other featured rappers not have to fight with the beat and really rap without having to even project their voice all that much if they didn't want to uh, was definitely pretty nice. It made these verses just sound a bit more intimate, especially on Pravda, where you can hear the full range of the vocal timbre of YOD's voice. At this point, to me, it's clear that Droog actually has one of the best rap voices in the game right now, which is pretty funny considering that he 
initially came out into the game as the supposed Nas alter ego. So he went from this precarious and destined to be pigeonholed position of being a Nas alter ego sounding like Nas to becoming one of the most distinct voices in all of hip hop. You know, the only real nitpick I can have with this album is really the track Malishka Krutoy, where Droog is rapping in, he's literally rapping in Russian. And to be honest, it actually still sounds good from an aesthetic perspective, as you can tell he's still flowing his ass off and rhyming really nicely. But obviously I don't understand Russian, so that song doesn't do too much for me. But I mean, this isn't a criticism as much as it is just a comment that it does remove a little bit of the personal enjoyment uh, for me for this album. But it's really impressive though, and probably very important to Droog that he was able to do this. And it does fit in with the whole theme of claiming this heritage, this identity of his, and standing firm and proudly in it. And then the only other nitpick I may have is that the beats here are not always incredibly outstanding. They are just sometimes just good. And you'll notice that isn't a negative because at this point, this album is in my album of the year contenders. And I'm really just trying to give you some kind of understanding as to why it's not a perfect album. Because otherwise, this album is so impressive. Dump Yard delivered everything I wanted out of a Ural Drug album. Like, really, all of the growth, all of the uh, ability to get even more personal that he was starting to really show off on the last album, Jewelry, I see it here. And then from a lyrical standpoint, I mean, I picked out only a few of my favorite quotables, but there's so many more that you'll find immediately once you put this on. This album, Dump Yard Crutoy Edition, is fantastic. And for me, this album is a 8.7 on 10. If you are a fan of hip-hop that stresses the lyrics, this album is a no-brainer. If you're someone who is into the more alternative scene, like the Makamis, the God Fahims, then this is 100% what you should be listening to. And I would say for the more traditional mainstream rap fan, the sheer lyrical quality of this album I find is, is honestly universal. At times, the lyricism is very referential, or a lot of times it's very referential. So you may not always get it, but the pure flow and the wordplay and the delivery of Droog as well as these fantastic features are something that you definitely could like and very much enjoy. I really am excited for Dump Yard 1, the more personal side of this Ukrainian-Russian heritage experience. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what he does next because at this point, he's on the A-list on the instant cop no questions asked list i'm just so happy this album was released thank you your old droog this album was brilliant and now we're going to move on to the rj Payne project titled beautiful pain 2. so rj Payne is a philly rapper 
who has created a strong buzz for himself in the underground, known for a very passionate delivery. RJ Payne made a name for himself as a formidable battle rapper under the name Rain Man through viral Instagram posts and then saw his career really blow up after being a finalist on Making the Band 2 produced by P. Diddy, a popular MTV show, and then won the MTV MC battle and then nabbed himself a record deal with Def Jam. But due to some really unfortunate circumstances like the label exec, head of Def Jam being fired, he really never saw his career take off until he linked up with new management, a new team, got his final W in the battle rap scene in 2015, and then changed his name from Rain Man to what we know him now as RJ Payne. But for those that aren't necessarily that familiar with Payne, I'll strike a comparison with a fellow member of the BSF rap clique, Benny the Butcher. Similarly to Benny, who I think really leveled up his game with the short Plugs I Met EP in 2019, it's on this short project of RJ Payne, Beautiful Pain 2, where I feel like he came into his own with his most developed and full project yet, with some of his best rhymes. And also another Benny comparison here is that the longer Tanatalk 3 was the more fulsome of the two between Tanatalk 3 and Plugs I Met. But in my maybe controversial opinion, I don't think Benny, I think the songs were stronger and Benny was rapping better on Plugs I Met. So similarly, just like RJ Payne's Square Root of a Kilo project from 2019, which was similarly more fulsome, but in my opinion, didn't hit as hard as this EP and wasn't nearly as refined. With both Benny and Payne, they have been rappers that seem to be getting better and better on every single project, consistently refining their pen. And what made this project by RJ Payne stand out so much for me is mainly just how personal he gets. After a therapist skit that sets the stage for Payne to exercise some of his inner demons, Payne kicks off this album with the absolutely dope Ventilation 2, which features production from none other than Royce to 59 himself. The passionate delivery mixed in with these personal reflections with lines about how his dad was dying and avoided RJ, so in turn, Payne actually skipped his dad's funeral because he didn't want to see him at his worst, right off the bat, this project is getting real, real quickly. The quality of the lyrics here and throughout is absolutely top-notch. Suicide has some excellent verses from Payne that talks about some of the potentially dire mistakes and flawed mindsets that he sees from the youth in his communities in the gang violence that will end up getting many of these kids killed where their parents will likely be standing by their graves shortly after. It plays into the suicide title of the track very well. As a whole, Beautiful Pain 2 displays just how well RJ Payne connects the street life, various experiences that he's encountered, to real human life consequences. Instead of having to make the listener assume what the effects of these situations may be, Payne is incredibly passionate 
where the emotional impact is felt clearly through his rhymes. There's no better example of this than on Hide My Pain, where he explicitly details how he felt like a fraud, where his earlier musical content was of him flexing like the big boss on the block, and it would get a lot of love from fans, but in reality, he was just avoiding talking about all of the hurt inside of him. Like how he feels he still hasn't recovered from the death of his mother and instead is just hiding behind materialistic objects. It's this acknowledgement of this unhealthy avoidance that many of us can relate to, and I think that's really cool of him to put this in the music. In just a short 21 minutes, Payne manages to give you such a strong glimpse of who he is as a person and how talented he is as a rapper. So if you haven't heard of RJ Payne before, Beautiful Pain 2 is a great introduction. To cap off the project, the final song is a ravaging assault on social media and its impact on society and what is dubbed the true social distancing. The track's message is very poignant and honestly very hard to argue with. From a production standpoint, I'm glad the production on this project is on the quieter and less busy side, which has allowed for Payne's commanding voice to take the full spotlight. However, I would say that the beats are decent and service Payne well, but they aren't outstanding really or all that impressive. They feature some tasteful soul samples for sure. They feature some nice keys from time to time but I don't think that they really are all that engaging and I would like Payne to get some improved production in the future. Furthermore, I would say that the guests here are not all that much of a plus either. The sung hooks here are just so-so and I personally would have preferred another scathing verse from Payne on that final track about social media instead of the spoken word uh, diatribe that we got from C. Brown. However, Che Noir certainly killed her feature verse here, just further solidifying herself as an elite lyricist after a tremendous 2020 for the Buffalo rapper. So all in all, I hope after Beautiful Pain 2, RJ Payne continues on this path of introspection that I think is really setting himself apart from other rappers in his lane. And I also hope that he can work to improve some of the songwriting elements and the production on future projects as well, so that he can deliver a longer and more fuller character portrait of this Philly rapper who has an interesting story and an absolutely elite ability to make you feel his words. So I'll give this project a 7.1 out of 10. I think this album was really solid. I think other than some songwriting, production tweaks here and there, this album and this rapper in RJ Payne can certainly deliver a truly great album. If you're interested in, in street rap, this is definitely a project you want to check out. If you're looking for a passionate and oftentimes lyrically intense album, I strongly suggest you check this out too. And otherwise, it's not experimental at all or all that abrasive in any way. So even if you're a fan of more traditional 
mainstream hip-hop, I think give this a try, especially the fact that he's getting more personal, you may really connect with him as a person. So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC-TV. I hope this helped you understand what music to check out or stay away from. And now that I've spoken, it's your turn to make your voice heard, so let's keep in touch. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rowview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W, to connect with me on a personal level, where you'll be able to interact with my thoughts and perspectives on music, surely, but also on politics and sports as well. If you're an artist who wants to get their new song or album reviewed on the show, hit me up via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or just send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram. I would love to give you public feedback through a review or private feedback if that's what you'd prefer. I would love to be a part of helping you grow as an artist. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.